this. So I'm not going to make it formal like I normally do, but we're just going to talk below deck. This is a bonus episode. Finally watched the episode. Didn't think that it was going to be as dramatic as it was on the first episode, but wow, was it ever. Um, so I'm going to go by big points in it, in the episode. Um, I'm going to talk about the boat because we have a new boat this, this season. I'm going to talk about that. And, um, yeah, I don't know everybody yet. I can't remember everybody's names. There's some names that pop out at, at me who I don't already know. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll quickly kind of go over those things and go over the big things that happen. So first, let's talk this boat, this new boat, which it's called Mystique, I believe. Um, it definitely, from what I've seen, looks a lot better than home. <laughs> I like the name of the boat too. It's a, I really like the name of the boat versus home. Um, so that's, you know, it's Mystique and it's a big, big, big ship. <laughs> um, like I think it's, they said it's, I can't remember the exact number. I thought I saw 989 tons which is a lot, <laughs> but yeah, it's a huge boat. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's a lot more regulations that they have to go through with this particular dock that they have to get off of because it's, I think it's because it's a well trafficked dock and they have regulations that we haven't really seen before. I, I mean, I haven't started watching below deck, um, through the from the beginning i started with the i think about three or four seasons ago with med so yeah i i this is new for me <laughs> i've never seen this before i'm not sure it's ever been seen before at all so that was interesting to see but i'm gonna pause on that i'm not gonna go any further on that i want to save that stuff for last that what happens so Toomey and Kyle are both stuck in immigration. They can't get out of South Africa. It's really interesting because we do see a lot of other, there's a lot of South Africans on the ship actually, and they all seem to have gotten through what's going on with Toomey and Kyle. Um, but yeah, so we won't be seeing them yet, which is unfortunate. But because we don't have Toomey, who is our chief stew, Natalia has been called in. She wasn't, I guess, supposed to be there, but Sandy called her in because she knows her and they have the experience or she has the experience. Great. So she's going to be stepping in as, um, provisional. I guess you would call it provisional chief stew until Toomey shows up. So that is why I think there's going to be some issues with Natalia and, and Toomey because as we can see, there's a little bit of tension between the two. And we have already seen Natalia get like rude with her chief stew previously. Now, Tasha was a mess. So that was to be expected. I think honestly, for me, Tasha was an absolute mess, but Toomey's not a mess. For those who've seen Below Deck Down, Down Under, Toomey's not a mess. Toomey was amazing. A second stew with Asia. So I, 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 
I can see though, because Natalia's personality, that's how she is. She is very like, I want what I want, which is great. It's a great thing to have. But when Sandy said like, will you be okay to step back once Toomey comes in? Yeah, I'm flexible. I'm there watching like, no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. She, she's going to love to be like Chief Sue. And she's not going to want to give it up. And even though, like, obviously that is given up to Toomey once Toomey comes on the boat, I can, I can see Natalia just still holding on to those reins as much as she possibly can. And even when she made the comment of, I'm going to be a better chief stew than anyone who comes in here after me, that just kind of goes to show that there's going to be a lot of tension between those two women. Um, who else can we talk about? The chef. His food looks incredible. He seems to have some knowledge there. And um, clearly, Sandy has some, you know, high expectations because Dave was incredible. Dave was a great chef. Dave, Dave was a great chef, but Dave was also a mess. And again, for those who watched last season, you know exactly why Dave and Tasha were the messiest. Anywho's, um, <laughs> but the one thing I'll have to say about Chef is I don't understand a word this man is saying. <laughs> I really don't, but he seems like he'll be great. And um, we do see Luca is here with us, and um, he came highly recommended from Jason. So, of course, that's my Sandy brought him on because you listen to a captain who highly recommends somebody, right? And, uh, yeah, so it's great to see him. I guess whatever thing was going on between him and what's her name? The chick who's now a Culver or they can't be together still. There's no way in hell. <laughs> um, that's probably going to be short lived because he's going to be having fun with somebody on that boat. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so it was great to see him. Which brings me to the big thing that happened. The biggest thing that happened. So going back to the fact that we have to do a lot of different things to make sure that the boat meets certain guidelines or whatever. We find out that our bosun, his name is Ruan, I believe. I think is how you say his name, Ruan. Um, he, um, has to get his papers, his certification, his whatever, his, I don't know, something to do with his papers. Um, and he needs to have the originals. He doesn't have originals. He has a certified copy, but they want the originals. He says that the originals are locked up in Cape Town with his friend. So he has to get that from his friend. So he gets that organized to get that from his friend. So they say you have five days to get that to them or the boat itself will be detained, which will screw up obviously the entire season. So we see him trying to figure that out. And a few hours later, he gets, I guess, a message from somebody telling him that his best friend has been killed. Um, should I do a trigger warning here? Trigger warning? Um, um, crash. 
horrible crash. Um, I probably will not be putting timestamps because this is a bonus episode. But um, yeah, just if you don't want to hear, I would just fast forward maybe about 10 seconds or so while I explain what happens starting now. So his friend was in a head-on collision with a bus. So he's freaking out. He's very upset. He said this is his best friend. I think they've been friends for a very long time, like since they were eight years old, been through everything together. And this is really triggering him. Now, what isn't clear is if this is the same friend where his stuff is locked up in. It was briefly mentioned um, in passing a little bit that it was probably the same person, but I I'm, I'm wasn't clear. So I don't want to say that that's the case, but it just wasn't clear to me. Somehow, some way though, there is something that is provided, whether it's the certified copy they're looking at that, I'm not sure. I'm going to assume it's a certified copy because there are no originals right now. But they get a, a call or Sandy gets a call from somebody who is handling this stuff and they say there's a problem. There's a problem with his papers. And the issue with his papers is that the photo isn't his photo. It's somebody else. So now we're dealing with a fraud situation. Sandy is not happy, obviously. And she's like, I'm going to have to talk to him. So you hear her call him on the radio and she has this conversation with him. And he says, like, she says to him, like, where did you go to school? Did you go to school? Um, And you can see immediately this guy's talking and how he's talking like okay he's lying so he's talking in circles talking about monaco and that someone came on the ship and they had to do it this way so they it was a quick process or something like that and sandy's like but this is not your picture and then she says i'm gonna stop you here because there is no school in monaco oh shit (laughs) and i'm thinking like okay this guy's clearly frauding like this is weird. This is so weird. And he's probably gotten a weekend. His explanation is I've been on boats for like two or three years and I never had this problem before. Like I can prove this to you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but that's besides the point because you were clearly getting away with not showing your certification until now because of where you are and where you have to dock off on. So I'm just like, okay, wow. So she says to him, dude, you got to come off the boat. <laughs> I can't have you on my boat. And you got to get that sorted. And once it's sorted, we'll get a tender out to you and get you to the boat. He says, okay. So he's, because of this, mind you, let me stress this. While this is happening, the guests are already on board. And they're actually friends with Sandy, but they are already on board. And she has to tell them prior to all of this that we can't dock off yet. It's probably going to be about an hour. So everything got delayed. I think by the time they finally docked off, it was close to eight o'clock. And they had already been on the boat for hours at that point. And she promised them lots of toys. You know, we all know how Sandy is. And I'm just like, nope, <laughs> no toys. But um, yeah, she's just... That all got delayed. So we have to wait for him to get off the boat so they can do that. Then they have to get stuff organized so they can figure out who's going to be in place of him. So similar to what happened last season 
with Raycon <laughs> being let go after, at least she made a freaking charter, dang, after she got let go and we had Storm step in to be provisional bosun and then ultimately what did become bosun, um, this is similarly what's happening here. She has to think quickly on her heels and say, okay, Luca, you have highly recommended from Jason. Can you step in as provisional bosun? And he says, yes. He is nervous because he hasn't been a bosun before. This is a step, but they're going to do it that way for now, which means this is a bigger boat. They need more people. And now they are short-staffed all around. They're short-staffed on the deck because now there is no bosun. We have a lead deck now that is becoming a bosun, which only leaves like, I think, two other people on deck. Then we have the interior. We have somebody who is so freaking green. She doesn't know how to fold socks. Um, And who is the chief stew isn't supposed to be the chief stew. She's supposed to be a second, I guess. I don't, I don't know how that's going to, oh, can you imagine if her and Kyle can just like are going to be fighting for second stew and the other gets it? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's going to be a fight. Um, but yeah, I, that's so messy. So before we get into what happens there, that the end all be all with that, my one question is, is that, Okay, so if Sandy's a captain and she's supposed to get off the dock, why do you need a pilot to come on and also assist on the... Like, I'm confused by that. Like, I know the ship is big, they are as big, but I'm just like, what? I've never seen that before either. Like, I've never seen that before, but... I can maybe these are things that happen that we just never seen, but I think it has more to do with the fact that the sh- the, the, the yacht is huge and the dock is is... Um, one of the most popular docks in that area, at least, at least might be in general, but I don't know. So, but yeah, to end this off though, to end off my thoughts here, um, or kind of what happened here. The next thing that happens is that Sandy gets a call from Rowan, Rowan, whatever, basically saying, you know what, Cap? I think I'm just going to go. I think I'm going to bow out here. Um, because my, my friend just died and I'm, you know what? I'm taking this as a sign that I should just go and I'm going to go, which obviously sucks. And then we see her texting. What's her name again? I can't remember her name. The, the, the children are, why is it not coming to me? Um, Anyways, whatever. She texts somebody and she says, I need a bosun ASAP. So, um, I personally think, like, I'm not going to go as far as say that he, this, the death was fake because the emotion he had was so genuine. I felt anyway. So I'm like, I don't think he's, he's fake. But I think he definitely, it's more about the fact that I know I can't prove that, um, I'm properly certified and that my documents have a fake picture on it. I can't prove otherwise. I know I can't. So I'm going to bow out here and be done. 
He knew he couldn't prove it. He knew he was probably going to be embarrassed. He's already been embarrassed. Let's be, let's be real here because it's clearly a fraud. And it, yeah, that's unfortunate. Poor Santi can't catch a break. Like, this is the second season she's had no Malia as her bosun. And it's, it's interesting because of that, that she has had two bosuns, two seasons in a row that haven't worked out. It's really interesting to see that. Um, and then we see her scrambling to find a better bosun, to find us or find somebody to replace the bosun. She's been really struggling with this. I feel for her. <laughs> but nonetheless, that's basically all I have on my thoughts for Below Duck. Um, this episode is a really great episode. I think the season's gonna be so good. I think it's gonna be amazing. I feel it in my bones. It's gonna be dramatic. There's gonna be fights. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. But that's it. That's the end of Below Deck. That's the end of the bonus episode again. This is so informal. We're not gonna go into all of that stuff I normally do, but no, just again, just the usual. On every podcast app, one that you want us on, that you don't see us on, let us know. Um, you wanna cut in contact with us? Facebook, Instagram, um, threads email, all of that information we'll put in the show notes as always. That won't change. Um, again, I have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. This week's episode, you'll see that we have, um, we've talked about Justin Trudeau, the legacy he comes from, from his dad, who was prime minister as well. Um, and also just the, um, the issues that Indigenous people face here in Canada. Um, so that is coming out probably as I speak. <laughs> it's going to be out. And that's our fourth episode. So we have other episodes that you can take part in. All that's there. So you can jump on that. Um, again, YouTube, Reality Tea Times 2, if you are an avid YouTube user. And I think that's basically it. Again, all usual show notes will be uh, notes will be in the show notes as always. And it's not gonna put it all in there. I'm gonna keep it as informal as possible. But that's it. That's it for below deck for this week, guys. Thank you so much. Bye.